0: Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. There are so many things in this life that make us want to run away, hide, and just give up. We are worried about our performance at school. We're worried about our relationships with other people. We are worried about the direction of our country. We see Christians being persecuted around the world, and we are worried that that might happen to us. We are worried about our financial debts, our future. We are worried, and we worry. In our worry, we just want to find someone or group that understands us, where we are. Then we want to find shelter with them and lock the world outside. We want to surround ourselves with like-minded people so that we can shut the opposition and the conflict out. We want to belong. We want to be safe. On the evening of that day, the first day of the week, the doors being locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews. Let's stop right there. Do you know who these people are that are hidden away with the doors locked? These are Jesus' closest followers. What is their state of mind? These guys are scared to death. And what are they afraid of? They are afraid that the same people that killed Jesus are going to come after them. They did not want the world to see them as different. In fact, they didn't want the world to see them at all. Their common fears, they caused them to find each other. Remember, their shepherd was struck And the sheep, they were afraid. They hid together. We do the same thing. When something upsets us, makes us anxious or afraid, we run to those who understand. And here they were, together. But you know what? It didn't help. They were not comforted. The doors were locked, and I imagined the lights were off. They did not want anyone to find them. They were living in fear. What life situations are you going through that make you want to run, hide, lock the doors? Maybe it's exams, maybe it's relationships. Tax season, disease, financial debts, unconfessed sin, fears about the future. Maybe it's even fears about the future of University Lutheran Church. Whatever it is, you can relate to the disciples on some level. Now, there may not be anyone who is trying to kill you You know what it's like to feel afraid and to want to belong. Anytime we're anxious about things, worry, that's just another word for fear. The disciples' sin and our sin is this. We do not fear, love, or trust in God above all things. We see some things in this world as him not being able to take care of them. Now, at this point, the disciples did not fully realize that Jesus was raised. They heard rumors from the women that the tomb was empty. Peter did verify these things. But as it was, they did not believe the women's testimony. We heard that last week. Nonetheless, here they were, each one of them being baptized, believers at one time. And then something miraculous happened. We read, Jesus came and stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. And when he had said this, he showed them his hands and showed them his side. And he said, or it says, then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. Jesus's resurrection replaced their fear with peace and gladness. And you too are here this morning, gathered in the name of Jesus that you were baptized into. Outside you have a whole world of cares, that fill your heart (coughs) with doubt and fear. My friends, no matter what you worry about, no matter where you have been, no matter what you have done, know this, Jesus has been raised from the dead. John explains to us, these things are written, so that you would believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing, you may have life in his name. Fear, what does it have to do with? It has to do with the things of death. But because Jesus has risen, you have to do with the things of life. You have life in his name. Remember, you were baptized into that name, and by that name, you are saved. In the end, let me ask you this. What is there really to be afraid of? Look who stands by your side. He is the risen Lord Jesus Christ. He is the Alpha and the Omega, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. And when Paul pondered his fears up next to the risen Jesus, he wrote this, For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son but gave him up for us all, how will he not graciously with him give us all things? For I am sure, nothing, nothing, not my exams, not tax season, not my fears or my struggles, nothing in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. You see, the disciples' fear didn't nullify God's faithfulness to them. Thomas's doubts did not nullify God's love for him. Remember, Thomas had made a declaration, unless I see in his hands the mark of the nails, or place my finger into the mark of the nails, unless I place my hand into his side, Thomas said, I will never believe. This didn't scare Jesus. Thomas is the one who was scared. He was scared to put his trust out there again. He didn't want to be hurt again. He had seen too much. He didn't want to lose anymore, so he shut himself off. He locked the door of his heart. Nobody coming in. And nothing coming out. Well, eight days later, his disciples were inside again. You notice that? They didn't stop meeting together, they were already in the habit of meeting together on Sundays, as the church still does today. As they were meeting together Jesus came and stood among them once again and he said peace be with you and then he directed to one of them there do you ever feel like sometimes a sermon's right directed right at you well here Jesus turns and directs right to Thomas Thomas put your fingers here See my hands. Put out your hand. Place it into my side. Do not disbelieve, but believe. What did Jesus do there? He spoke to Thomas's doubt. Thomas had been crushed by what he saw in the world. Remember, what he thought he had placed his hope in. Looked dead on Good Friday. What did Jesus do? He spoke to his doubt. And what is Jesus doing here this morning? He's speaking to your doubt. And what does he speak? He speaks peace to you. He speaks trust to you. We see his work for us on Good Friday. We eat and drink of his risen body and blood on this Lord's Day, Resurrection Day. And he says to us, nothing, nothing Nothing can keep my love from you. And he who says this, he is greater than all of your fears. And we respond with Thomas, my Lord, my God. Jesus' resurrection, it changed the disciples. It changes us as well. The disciples, remember, in the gospel, they're filled with fear, but how were they in the book of Acts? They were speaking out in the streets boldly with no protection at all. And as they preached, they were put in prison. Remember, before they were afraid of prison, they were afraid of death. <coughs> they were put in prison, but an angel released them. And what did they do? They went right back to teaching in the temple. They were arrested again, and they were told, we strictly t- charged you not to teach in this name. Yet you, here you have filled all Jerusalem with your teaching." The Apostle Peter said this. We must obey God rather than men. The God of our fathers. He raised Jesus. Whom you killed. Hanging him on a tree. God exalted him at the right hand. As leader and savior. To give repentance to Israel. And forgiveness of sins. And we were witnesses To these things. And so is the Holy Spirit, whom God has given to those who obey Him. You see, God raised Jesus from the dead, and He took away the apostles' fears. They no longer feared man, they no longer feared their sins. Remember, Peter was scared to death to be around Jesus because he had denied him three times. But Jesus met with him and forgave him and three times charged him, feed my sheep. Jesus died for their sins and he rose to, gave them new life, to give them new life. And you know what happened? Now, the apostles fear, love, and trust in God above all things. They had peace with God that the world could not take away no matter what the threats were. They were transformed from people who fear the world into people who love the world. Jesus rose, my friends. Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. He has washed you with water and the word. And he says to you, This is my body, this is my blood. The peace of God be with you always. And with those words, Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sins of the world, grants us his peace. And we say, Amen. It shall be so. And we leave here, we leave this building, with our fears and our troubles put back into proper perspective. They are not bigger than my Jesus who rose from the dead. They are not bigger than he who loved me so much that even the cross, even death, could not separate me from him. My fears are not bigger than the creator of the universe who shed his blood for me. No, he is risen from the dead and this risen savior lives to make intercession for me. He has risen from the dead and he has secured eternal life for me. And because he loves me, I will no longer be afraid of the things in this world. His love makes me a person who no longer fears the world. But rather, through Jesus, I am a person who loves the world. In the name of Jesus, amen.